Trooper's probably going to fave. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had the Sun and Steel? Yes. Yeah. Very good. It's yes. amazing. Yeah. It's really yeah. good. It's it's made with sake yeast. Yeah, I saw it. That's what I read before. Yeah. But it's it doesn't taste like any different. It's just a very drinkable beer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very light. Yeah. The uh, have you tried the six 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 the six point six percent trooper? Oh, no. that would be good. Eh? It was right. really good actually. I thought it was going to be a little hard to drink, but it Wait didn't minute, taste no, I... much different than than the regular trooper. But it would hit you like a fucking train. So yeah, in Ontario they sell the uh, trooper collection box eh, for sixty six sixty six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've got that's the one that I bought. I bought the nice. uh, I bought the box of it, the trooper collection box. I actually got the guy. Um, it says Ontario only on their Iron Maiden beer. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but I got a guy to ship a couple in for me. Nice. Along with two flats of Trooper. <laughs> First place I saw that box was um, Ian. My buddy Ian from St. John's had found it. Yeah. In St. John's. I could even, didn't even see it here yet. So they were the first pre- people across the pond to get it. But Sun and Steel was good. I didn't mind it at all. I was, I was, I, no, was that's really solid. good. Yeah. What's the... Uh, What's the quality of the box? Is it actually a box like a uh, uh, like a stage box, or is it actually just cardboard with the look to it? Cardboard. Yeah, I think okay. it's just cardboard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a cardboard. They make it look like I thought the same thing when I bought it. I remember yeah. when I went to pick it up, I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" Uh, it looks yeah. like a flight case, but nah, yeah. no, <laughs> yeah. And I love how they put tax included sixty six sixty six tax included. Because that would just throw off the whole premise of, of fucking having the price, right? Yeah, that comes with uh, red and red and black. It's a porter. Yeah. So that's a, little, that's a little different. If you, you know, Porters are sweet and yeah. a little heavier. It's a good porter, but, man, I can't drink much more than one or two of them. See, the um, only one in the box I wouldn't try is the IPA. I can't. Now, the Hellcat IPA is I haven't even uh, I haven't had that one yet. Because that's okay. made by uh, an American brewer. That's not made by Robinsons oh, in England. Boo! Uh, okay. But Blake has had it now. Blake likes IPAs and stuff. Yeah, he said it wasn't super hoppy. It was. Um, yeah, but it's only four point three percent too. So it's, yeah, it's a little yeah. What about the Light Brigade? Have you changed? Have you tried that one? Nope, I haven't had the Light Brigade, and I haven't had the Hellcat. But I think I've had the rest. I've had Hallowed. Um, mm-hmm. You're the Sun dark, and, obviously. Yeah, Sun and Steel. And oh, 666. Yeah. I'm going to start trying some of these. If I was to rank them, I'd oh. say Trooper 1, Son of Steel 2. For me, I think Fear of the Dark slides in sneaky backdoor number 3. Yeah. 666 on the outside looking in. Um, <laughs> and then oh. Hallowed and the Red and Black for me. But I, I want to try the Light Brigade. It's just, it just looks like a light beer, right? Like a light yeah, modern. I think it is. It's yeah. a golden now, beer. You, yeah. Now, you being out in Alberta, yeah. have you tried Day of the Dead? You know what I have? I did because I think Day of the Dead, I believe, came in my. Did it? Was it did it come in the box? I don't know if it did. What's Day of the? Oh, the, no, the maiden. I don't think oh, okay. I've had. Day That's of the just Dead. a regular trooper with a different label. Is it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. It is. Yeah. Oh, I love how Trooper. They've yeah. sold fifteen million pints already yeah. sold. Yeah. yeah, but look at the marketing on it. Like it's amazing. Well, it's brand. It's got pre-built-in branding. Oh yeah, absolutely. Built-in fan base, right? <laughs> and it's good. You know, if it was garbage, because yeah. uh, I yeah, tried it. the ACDC beer, uh, and it was it wasn't good. 
I actually and tried Megadeth 2 Le Mans. It was pretty good. Yeah, the Megadeth one is not yeah. bad. Yeah. I didn't mind that at all. Yeah. That's made in Quebec, I think. Un bière tout le monde. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the Motorhead one wasn't good either. Let me piss. Yeah, if Robert, if you get a chance, go get some. Uh, go get some trooper. Oh, I will. They're a little hard to find. Some yeah. some places you got to yeah, go in the go in the LCBO app and have a look. Yeah, hard to find. I'll check it out. So I still have uh, I think a three quarters of a flat of trooper left in the garage, but it's mm. been there for a while now. I think I might have to go and get some fresh stuff. But this uh, this fear that Eric will last me for a while. I only have a couple of week. Yeah, I'm gonna try some. Yeah, good idea. I don't try enough beers. We're two minutes to the top of the hour. Is there anybody else joining us, Siswar? Or is it just the three of us? The triumvirate. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think so. The trifecta. The holy triumvirate. It's just the three of us. <laughs> Treason. Oh, yeah. I'm two ladies short of a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> I have a shot glass that says that. <laughs> it's funny i someone i heard that the other day i can't remember who uh oh i know what it was i was listening to um dan o'toole his podcast uh boomsies and um and someone wrote in to his podcast and said and said that he said uh, said something about yeah I'm two two people short of a threesome anyway one of them a CHL prize pack <laughs> or team of his choice hmm. well welcome to the video night podcast the podcast about the movies you love from the VHS era and beyond my name is Jerry I'm Robin and Rob's on mute <laughs> oh is he <laughs> sorry I had to clear my throat all the gemstones from my treasure hunt were caught in there <clears throat> Mikey Walsh here in the flesh nice yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm i'm <laughs> oh shit i'm feeling a little under the weather too um, oh jesus yeah my 11 year old decided to uh well he got he got a cold a couple of days ago and he wasn't too bad and then yesterday he really got gross <laughs> and, oh, just, and decided to share so i might be uh, hacking up along too every now and again oh, i might let it oops sorry excuse me <clears throat> i, I felt that so I'm not drinking beer tonight. I put up a picture. Actually, I'll share it on the on Twitter, I guess, of my giant mug of tea. Yes, nothing wrong with that. I had three extra large today. Yeah. Well, I definitely fit an extra large Tim's in this mug. Did you see the mug, Rob? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a so thing yeah. Vaseline behind it. <laughs> it's winter, man. My hands get dry. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> the Costco pump. It is. So I'm doing the I'm doing the tea with honey tonight. Hey, shit! You know what? Nothing wrong with it. Nobody. No. So what we're going to do this evening? Um, we had a couple of topics kicking around, but we decided we landed on this one. I guess um, is to go into some of the of our favorite uh, treasure hunter movies, and there's there's so many, uh, and it, you know a long long history of um, of this genre. Um, I guess it's an I guess it's an easy win as far as a plot goes in, in that you have adventure, you have a, you know, an end goal in mind. It's easy to, to put villains in and things to foil the hero. Um, 
some do it better than others, I think. But um, yeah, I mean, going back to you know Treasure Island from the 30s and um, Humphrey yeah. Bogart and the Treasure of the Sierra Madre and all that kind of stuff. That all, yeah. It was all basically treasure hunter movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but they seem to really um, be prevalent in our wheelhouse in the era of the, you know, the VHS movie in the 80s. And so we'll go through some of them and talk about some of our favorites and some that aren't so good. So Rob, you said you had a top five. I did. <clears throat> um, yeah. So I think I'd fire the motor to start with one and see where it goes from there. We probably got, uh, we're probably going to be crossing streams here at some point. I know yeah. Dan Aykroyd and they, they say don't cross streams, but I'm got a uh. funny feeling we may. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with one gear. I'll, you know what? Fuck it. I'll start. Um, okay. And I don't know why, but I think they were a two pack. I don't think there was ever a, a third one. Romancing the stone and jewel of the Nile. I think they're one. Yeah. They, go, they go together for whatever reason. I fucking love those movies, man. Yeah. Me too. Growing up. Yeah. Me too. yeah. Very fond memories of uh, Romancing the stone. Uh, I know I see I've seen Jewel of the Nile for sure, but I don't think it grabbed me quite as 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 good as the first one. Oh, I uh, I, I didn't mind it when it, what was it? You're eighty four. Now, Robert Zemeckis was the uh, director of that. Now he did that, I believe, before Back to the Future trilogy, right? So I think correct. That could have been his. Was that our first introduction yeah, introduction to Zemeckis? Good question. If we had someone, uh, didn't he have his hands with in with Spielberg at some point? Um, yeah. Didn't was did he work on Amazing Stories in and around the same time? Uh, I think so, but I think he came uh, like it says he came to public attention from Romancing the Stone. So, but I don't know when. Yeah, he did a few. Well, he did nineteen. Um, he did well. His first movie, according to Wikipedia, anyway, was I Want to Hold Your Hand. Uh, so I didn't see that, but then, uh, uh, the next one was 1941 with, uh, Aykroyd and John Belushi, John Candy, yeah, that, yeah. uh, that comedy, that was a classic. That was a really good one. Yeah. Uh, then in 80, he did used cars, which I didn't oh, see. Oh yeah. That's a black uh, comedy, right? <clears throat> yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Romancing the Stone. Then he did Back to the Future. Right. Okay. Yeah. Then Roger. Yes. So he had nothing to do with Jewel of the Nile, son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, I'll be damned. He also did Polar Express, Polar oh, Express, which I don't hate. Don't get me started on Polar Express. That was a shit piece of shit. <laughs> the shit express. Uh, <laughs> shit express. I don't know what it is. I, if it's the animation, I think it's the animation in that movie. It's too close to realism that it's so, it's just close enough to be that cognitive dissonance that oh. your brain knows it's fake and it looks weird. <laughs> yeah, it was stupid. Well, these yeah, were done back to back though, right? They were done in 84, 85. Jules and I was done like a year later. Yeah, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, Michael one, Douglas produced that movie. Uh, he did. He probably did both of them. Yeah. yeah. Kathleen Turner, at, I mean, did she do really much more after these ones? I mean, she was pretty much a sex symbol at this point, right? Yeah, um, I think. Well, I think she did quite a bit after this, but has definitely fallen off uh, a bit. But mm-hmm. I tell you what, though, it, Romancing the Stone, nineteen eighty four, Kathleen Turner. Uh, 
that was an awakening for an 11 year old Jerry. I tell you what, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Right <laughs> <there>. yeah. <laughs> she was hot as boss. Yes. Back then. And absolutely. Um, yeah. What was and Danny so- DeVito? <laughs> Smoke. Smoking hot. Yeah. yeah. Smoking yeah. hot DeVito. Something to be said about Mike Douglas and Kathleen Turner. I mean, oh, I should give Mike props too, but there's one point in the movie there, uh, She's in tatters. Her shirt is all torn apart and there's soaking wet. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Please. Thank you. Pass. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Ten year old spank bank. Yeah. <laughs> Insert cartridge. That almost followed through with every single uh, adventure movie from there on in. All yeah, it was the, it was the same tropes, right? Um, yeah. I think they actually. If did you have you guys seen? Um, the one with the dude from uh, Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock. Oh, there was kind of, no. Kind of, it's on. I can't. Remember, I think it was on Prime. Um, kind of the same sort of premise. She's yeah. a novelist writing romance novels, um, and in this one, obviously, Mike Douglas was a treasure hunter. She's a novelist, but uh, kind of the same sort of premise. They get chased by the bad guys. It was almost when I watched that, it. That wasn't Lost City, was it? Yeah. Yep, yep. Watch Romancing the Stone. Watch Lost City. Lost yeah, stuff. Yeah. There's a, <laughs> a lot, lot of, of <laughs> lot of similarities. It was like someone watched it. Like, man, I got a great idea. Let's copy this. Yeah, pretty much. Like thirty years, thirty-five. Well, shit. How long has it been? Thirty-five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thirty-five years later. Yeah. Right. I uh, when I was looking up Wikipedia for Romancing the Stone, it's really the only the only one that I did a little bit of a dive on just to refresh my memory on it. Yeah. Do you do you know that uh, Michael Douglas's character Jack, he was an American exotic bird smuggler. <laughs> Is that what he was? Yeah, apparently <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember that. Unless that's horseshit on on Wikipedia, I don't know. It could be. I, I thought he was a, um, I thought he was like a, kind of like a jewel thief, but shit, well, I mean, it's been so long well, like, since yeah, I watched yeah. it. I mean, he was a rogue, you know, roguish type dude, but I don't know. According to here, <laughs> that's what he did. I don't know. So the whole plot of that is that, you know, like Rob said, Kathleen Turner is a novelist and she's kind of mousy and she's a romance novelist, lives in New York City. And uh, just a mysterious map is given to her um, that was sent by her brother-in-law who was recently murdered. So she gets this map. She doesn't know what it is and stuff. But she gets this phone call from her sister who's been cap- uh, kidnapped in Colombia by these smugglers, uh, Ira and Ralph. And Ralph is Danny DeVito. <laughs> and he's just fucking, he's awesome in this movie. I can't remember the name of the actor who played Ira, but he was really good too. You remember he had the he had the pit of crocodiles? Yeah, yeah Zach Norman. <laughs> oh, right on. Yeah, look at those snappers. <laughs> snappers. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they want Elaine, uh, Kathleen Turner's character, to bring the map to them. And apparently, uh, well, she doesn't know what the map's about. She says, of course, I'll do anything for my sister. And she goes to Columbia and gets kind of um, diverted by this colonel uh, who wants the map for himself type thing. And he actually you know, tore her apartment up in New York city, looking for it and stuff. 
So they go to the, they're on this bus and this crazy road in, in Columbia and uh, the bus crashes into a Land Rover, which is driven by Michael Douglas. And uh, the, you know, a fight kind of ensues with the Colonel trying to get the map and stuff and Jack and, and Elaine run away into the jungle and they look at the map and Jack sees, okay, this is uh, a treasure map to what's called uh, El Corazon, which is called the heart. It's a big emerald. So he said, freak that, man. We're not, uh, we're going to get this ourselves. <laughs> um, but there's always the, you know, uh, I call her Elaine. Her name is Joan. Her sister's Elaine. Uh, you know, Joan wants to get her, get her sister back, but obviously Jack wants to, wants to, <laughs> the, the, the jewel. So anyway, through jigs and the reels, they, uh, they end up in, in Cartagena and, um, they, so Jack tries to throw, he gets the emerald and stuff and he tries to throw the, the, the emerald into the crocodile pool and this guy, General Z, Colonel Zolo, catches it and this big fuck crocodile comes up and bites his hand off. <laughs> and back in 84, man, that was shocking. That was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was great. That's and, how they got around the uh, removing the R rating for the movie in the UK. They had to take that piece out. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Wow, that would make sense. Yeah. So then anyway, changed. Joan Joan writes a new book about her adventures and all that, and and uh, Jack shows up in New York City on a boat with uh, crocodile skin boots. <laughs> that uh, so he obviously got the got the jewel and the crocodile, and anyway they went off to sail around the world. Off to fucking non sexy. What this non sexy name? Hey Joan. Joan. Yeah. Wild. Joan. Wild. Wild. Bingo. Nah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Wow. What was the drug dealer's name in that? Um, Juan, the guy, the, the guy, the drug dealer they meet up with in the jungle. Juan with his, uh, he loves, he loves her books. And she's like, Sean Wilder. <laughs> he was awesome. Uh, don't remember that guy's name either. Yeah, Alfonso Aro Aru. Oh, was that Juan, him? the bell maker? Yeah, <laughs> Alfonso. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that movie was uh, we. That was just another one like Revenge of the Nerds and stuff like that. Then and, and Police Academy that we used to rent religiously yeah. all the time. Stallone was risen off for the the Mike Douglas's role for this movie. Yeah, I heard oh, wow. that. Same with that. Uh, other leads considered were Burt Reynolds, Clint Eastwood, Paul Newman. Like holy fuck! Wow. And Christopher Reeve. Really. Christopher Reeve, yeah. Huh. Here's something that I never ever thought of before. Indiana Jones, that was a precursor to a lot of this shit, right? Oh, for sure. I think so. Well, the one, that I had, one that I had a lot of hope for growing up was the uh, Firewalker. Lou Gossett and Chuck Norris. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because at the time, Lou Gossett was, you know, he was Iron Eagle. He was Enemy Mine. Lou Gossett had done our officer and a gentleman. Like, he was big time. And then yeah. this was, I think this was, that was Chuck's a big foray. I had a lot of hope for it, but it was kind of a dud. I don't know if I saw it. I remember no. seeing the video, like, seeing it's the It's in the same sort of categories, a lot of these ones that we're talking about that we grew up in the 80s with, right? Romance, yeah. Stardew, Mall Raiders, you know, all of the treasure yeah, uh, jungle. Um, you know all of the tropes. This one was about um, Native Americans and the Aztecs and stuff. Okay, yeah. 
but kind of in the same light. Right. But those were, they, they hold a special place and I, you know, and I haven't watched them in a long time. Yeah. No, I I should. It's true. We talk about Raiders and George Lucas in, you know, in particular, um, he, you know, with star Wars and everything, he, he takes a lot of, even though the movies that he, he's making has nothing to do with the sort well, not the source material, but stuff that came before, but he takes a lot of cues from, uh, movies of the past. Yeah. So, oh, you know, like yeah. star Wars, a lot of the shots and stuff for the space battles were taken from world war two footage and all that kind of stuff. And so you just know damn well when, when Raiders comes along and Spielberg wants to make this movie and George is just going to pick, all this stuff from, you know, Sierra Madre and good, the bad and the ugly and you know, all mm-hmm. these tropes and uh, King Solomon's minds and all this kind right. of stuff, you know, he was just using all those, those movies as, uh, you know, uh, just a big pot to pick from. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Good, the bad, the ugly was on the list too. Lee Van Cleef is a fucking badass. He always is. Always. <laughs> Didn't he, didn't Lee Van Cleef play like a fucking ninja in like the eighties or something? Yeah, sure did. Yeah. <laughs> See, went from old school backwoods, yep. right? 1800s cowboy, badass villain to fucking super ninja. Yeah. What it was probably his, it was probably his military service. Cause he was in the military for the longest time before he started acting. Yeah. He was, um, he was in the Navy, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was a sonarman. What's the name of the ninja movie he did? I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't, I'm looking, I'm looking for it now. <laughs> was it the uh, octagon? Uh, it was the octagon. Was it? Well, it was one of Chuck them. Norris. Chuck no. Norris was in it, but he was in it too. I thought no, there was another. Like, did can you can you guys remember a video cassette case on the shelf? This is Lee Van Cleef Ninja or something like that. I, I, I thought it was, man. You know what I'm talking about? And yes, that was my chair. And for those listening, it is my chair. And I really don't give that, shit. That chair is is totally part of this fucking show. It's true. <laughs> it's its own character. Yes. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, none of these are popping out as as the one I'm thinking of for for ninja movies, other than the octagon, but. God damn! There's another one, unless they use his name in one of those Lee Van Cleef presents. Quite uh, possible. Maybe. I'm gonna find it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he was badass. That that whole movie was badass. It was directed by Sergio Leone, for God's sake, and yeah. with Eli Wallach. I, yeah, it was Sergio Leone. He's um, he was Western cinema, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty I much seen yeah. a whole lot, but but I remember I remember watching that movie in particular. Um, we used to get our uh, NBC feed from Bangor, Maine. Yes, man. When I was it, yeah, <clears throat> and uh, the Great Money movie used to come on Sundays, I think, or Monday nights or something like that. And uh, I remember watching the Good, Bad, and the Ugly on uh, like a sun rainy Sunday afternoon or something, and. and not a movie that I would probably go and, and seek out normally, but uh, watched it and oh, yeah, amazing. I think it was the Octagon. It must have been. That's the only fucking martial arts one I'm th- I I can think of. But I'm almost sure he did something else. We're not mixing him up with Shokasugi, I guess. He was in oh, everything. Jesus, no. 
The Master. It was American television series. The Master was ah. called. That's what it was. Oh, he was the he Master. <laughs> yes. yes. When did that come out? Oh, shit. 1984. 84. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It was only ran for like eight, nine months. That's the one because they used to be able to rent it in the video store. Yeah. Oh, Shokasugi was in that. See? I'm just looking it up. You go across in North America. It was called the Master Ninja, Master Ninja Two, Master Ninja Three. Oh yeah. wow! Uh, show was re-edited in a series of ninety-minute movies, each containing two episodes. See, they were oh. released under VHS under a number of yep. different titles: Master Ninja uh, Two, Three, Four, Five, Six, Seven. That's why I remember seeing his mug on yep. a VHS case in the store as a ninja. <laughs> yeah. So, because nice. each each episode was forty-four minutes runtime. Yeah. So if they put two together, they could put a movie. And that's why. That's how they did it. Son of a bitch. See, Lee Van Cleef. Fucking American Ninja. <laughs> Love it. Show yep. was in it. <laughs> Show was awesome. Hey, sorry for that uh, divergent um, spin down memory lane. It had no. to relate to the topic of treasure, but there you go. Shout out to Lee Van Cleef. Madge. So, okay, so Romancing the Stone, when, what was the next one on your list there? Well, I had The Good and Bad, The Ugly, which you just talked about, and you guys can make fun of me all you want. I had National <laughs> Treasure with Nick Cage. That was a That's nice. not so bad. That's nice. not bad. That was the height of Nick Cage. I didn't mind the sequels. I kind of liked it. It was kind of, uh, it was a little bit lighter than, you know, well, I guess they're, they've all got comedic moments, but I, I, I kind of like the historical aspects of it. Yeah, I did too. And how they tied in. Don't mind it at all. And then I had the Goonies on my list. And it goes oh, back come on. The Goonies is right up there. Yeah. Classic, classic treasure hunter. Mm-hmm. We yeah. could do a whole episode on the Goonies. Probably should. <laughs> that, we should. I wish that's one movie. I wish they had done a sequel to. Yeah. Or back in the day, of course. Well, you know what? I should even... With Josh Brolin and all those guys, they could probably do something now. Are they all yeah. still around? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Right. Yeah, they're Arthur and all them. I mean... Um, old Ann Ramsey's yeah. gone. Or old Ann. Old <laughs> Anner's gone. Fucking Data. Data's sexy as fuck, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Just too nitty. Corey I, you know what? Use the word. Oh, could he ever? Yeah. <laughs> um, I just wish they had done another one. That's mm. one movie. I wanted an, another one. I forgot Martha Pimpkin. Pimpkin. Fuck. Hang on. Pimpton. Yes. Thank you. Pimpton. Was in it. Yep. yep. I totally forgot she was in that. Yeah. I was watching that uh, River Phoenix movie with her in it the other night. Um, oh shit, I can't remember the name of it now. She uh, she hasn't changed at all. Eh? Have you seen pictures from her from like the last number of yeah, years? Yeah, I know. Oh, you're no. thinking of running on empty. Running on empty, yes. Yeah, she hasn't right. changed, eh? I've seen no. sitcom, I've seen sitcoms with her like recently that are streamed, yeah. and uh, fuck, she hasn't yeah. changed at all. Yeah, really. I think yeah. she's uh, she's getting the same love that Rob Lowe's getting. Well, the funny because she's well, she was only born. She's born in seventy, but she's been working forever. Mm. Right. Um, What's her last name? Plimpton. 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 Yeah. Plimpton. Okay. P-L-I-M-P-T-O-N. I got a hot take about Goonies. Do you? You're not going to like what? Fire it down. Lay it down. <laughs> You're not going to like it. You have a what for Goonies? Uh, a hot take. Yeah. 
uh, I loved I loved the Goonies back in '85. I, we watched oh, it uh, religiously, and now the boys love it. Kim loves it. Uh, we actually had a Goonies Never Die sticker on the back of our van because <laughs> 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 that's what you do. Yeah, I don't like it. I well, I still like it, but I just find it really annoying when all the kids are just shouting over each other. And I think that's just a, a, a factor of old age and being crotchety yeah. or something. Just it's just grumpy, eh? Just it's old just, it, it's, I, it's becoming a fucking curmudgeon. I totally own that. <laughs> I own it. Yeah. And But it's like, holy shit, stop. Everyone stop yelling over each other, for God's sake, for five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> and let me watch the movie. Otherwise, uh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, Martha Plimpton doesn't look different at all. She looks great. No. Absolutely. Well, I think we can all take solace in the fact that we have our own one-eyed Willie, and it is a sought-after treasure. (laughs) 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 You were waiting for that one. Uh, I'll see. I'll I'll show myself out. Yeah, (laughs) lock up as you leave. And before I finish. And you guys, we can talk some more about the goodies or whatever, but the last one I had on my list yeah. is a little bit out of left field. What mm. would you expect? Weird Science. Oh, that's a, that's a classic <laughs> for me. I never would have put it on here, though. <laughs> Explain. How, well, how, how do you think on, that falls into what we're talking about? They're on a treasure. They're on a quest. And they find the the in 1985 ultimate treasure in Kelly the Brock. <laughs> yep. Okay. How is that not akin to opening a chest? They opened her. She's there. She has a chest. But she sure does. <laughs> yeah. And she's a treasure. So it fell into. I'm like, where where can I go with this? I'm like, I love weird science. It's a quest. It's a quest for treasure. They find and- it. They get it. And it's a fucking classic John Hughes flick. Absolutely. Absolutely is. And Anthony Michael Hall, fucking uh, Robert Downey Jr., as we were discussing one of our episodes like a thousand years ago. Yeah. No. No, I'll allow it. Oh, yeah. As long as you allow it, then I'm I'm fine with that. But that's (laughs) the reason why. Nice. Yeah. Well, I had a couple of extra ones here, uh, and a couple of them are, are, well, not really that that much different. Uh, I consider Monty Python and the Holy Grail a treasure hunt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're on. They're looking for the Grail, um, <laughs> and it's one of my favorite movies of all time. And it's nothing but a quest for a treasure, and it's the same treasure that Indiana Jones is looking for. <laughs> So, if Indiana Jones can look for the Grail in the Last Crusade, then Monty Python is totally a, and the Holy Grail is totally a treasure hunter movie. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Um, Stop. Who would cross the bridge of death? Must answer me these questions three. Uh, the <laughs> other side, he see. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple more from the '80s that they kind of rattled off in in uh, quick succession. Is um, the Alan Quartermain movies with uh, Rick Dick Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Yeah. Yes, Sharon man. Stone. Yeah. Yeah. 
solid, solid play. So you right did there. King Solomon's Mines. Mm. Uh, that was from like from the fifties, but then Richard Chamberlain, Sharon Stone did it in eighty five, and then you know, much like Romancing the Stone and Jewel of the Nile, eighty six comes along and they do Lost City of Gold. Um, which they have James Earl Jones to that one. I'm not sure I saw that one. I may have. Like it's which which one? The Alan Quartermain, The Lost City of Gold. Mm. Eighty six. Yeah. So I think they, I mean, the first one did, did well, I think in 85 and they said, okay, let's go. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's film a next, their next one. And then I don't think that one did well. Holy shit. What? Do you know what? Oh, Dick Chamberlain played. He was the original Jason Bourne. What? Jason Bourne. <sighs> wow. The things you stumble on. Uh, yeah. There was a. Limited TV miniseries in 1988 that had two episodes. An injured, unconscious man washes ashore in a small French town. Someone's trying to kill him. Richard Chamon stars as Jason Bourne. Wow. Yeah, but that was the Bourne Identity TV series, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I just said. He was the first one to play Jason Bourne. Hmm. The sex symbol, Jacqueline Smith. But you know what? Him and the Torn Birds, and then uh, you just say the fucking Torn Birds. Yes, man. Didn't he do Torn Birds? Yes, man. <laughs> Holy Torn Birds, and then Shogun. He was uh, like the eight. He was the penultimate eighties dude. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He was a fucking so, man. man. Breaking news on Alan Quatermain. I guess it's Quatermain, not Quatermain. Uh, Quatermain and the Lost City of Gold. Uh, budget thirteen million bucks. Yeah. Made three point eight. <laughs> oh Jesus! Really? Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was produced by just... Gola by uh, Golan Globus, the guys who used to do all the um, the Chuck Norris Chuck. movies. Like yeah. <laughs> Golan Globus, you seen that on the side of the video because you were in for a wicked oh. ninety minutes. Yeah, or eighty eight or eighty seven minutes. Yeah. Holy shit! You know that Alan Quatermain that that novel is uh, it was written in eighteen eighty seven. No. Yes, Shut man. Up. Wow. Sir Henry Ryder Haggard. Sir Henry Ryder. <laughs> that was re- that was old Dick Chamberlain's pen name. Yeah. Ryder Sir Henry Ryder? I'd Ryder Haggard. That's your fucking right. <laughs> old Tornbird. Old Tornbird. Old Tornbird. So I guess that's why they didn't make any more of those pieces no. of shit. But it was the same thing, right? That whole Firewalker, that whole, you know, all of those movies made during that time frame, they were all trying to jump on the piggyback of the Raiders stuff, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Fucking dude was a heartthrob in the 60s. Well, weren't they all? I have no idea. <laughs> Sharon Stone was be... nominated for her Golden Raspberry for that movie. <laughs> she lost to Madonna. What? For which one? Who's that girl? A Golden Raspberry? The Golden Raspberry Award, yeah, is for like it's the Razzies, basically. They used to call it the Golden Raspberry. The Razzies Award is basically the opposite of the Academy Awards. It's for shit. A giant, just a giant turd. <laughs> <coughs> solid, uh, solid flicks there. Blowing the raspberry. Yeah. yeah. So uh, another one I had here, which is a little more recent movie, but I love it, and it's probably uh, my wife Kim's favorite movie is The Count of Monte Cristo from 2002. Good sandwich. Uh, fuck, right. Uh, 
Jim Caviez and uh, Guy Pierce. But the whole thing about it and why I put it on here is a treasure, a treasure movie. Uh, so when Jim Caviezel gets out of that castle D for whatever that freaking uh, prison, uh, he escapes and he had, Lee, he had the castle Lee Van Cleef. Uh, <laughs> he uses a hidden treasure to exact his revenge on mm-hmm. Guy Pierce, who, who put who did him dirty. So not really in the same vein as some of the other treasure hunter movies, but goddamn, that's a good movie. I don't have seen that, right? No. Oh man, do yourself a favor. It is really, really good. Yes. See, even my chair says "fuck yeah." Let's do it. Degmara Dominic Chick Chick Sis. That's Mercedes. Degmara Dominic. What? Yeah, she was. Henry Cavill was in that. Yes, he was. A young Henry Cavill as Albert Mondejo. He was either brother of Ferdinand Mondale and Louis Guzman. Yeah, so Louis Guzman is in Spanish it? in this one. Spanish, I guess, eh? Well, yeah, Mondale, Ferdinand Mondale. I guess I think they were French. Oh yeah, so it is. Yeah, Dante. He was the second. He was Dante's. Was he was on a like a French vessel. merchant vessel yeah. and stuff? Yeah, a vessel. <sighs> a vessel. A boat. He on a ship. He on a boat, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, holy man, that that is a really good movie. Uh, oh, God damn. Yeah. I'm, you know, so, you know, I, I, I may have seen it. Right. But this is only like maybe two years, three years removed from my, one of my big mm-hmm. concussions. So I might have uh, seen it and forgot it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was still in a little bit of a haze. Do you remember yeah. I used to come down to Ottawa all the time back in 0203? Oh, yeah. Almost every year for a while. I can't even remember sometimes getting on a plane. <laughs> That's bad. So, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. But Discount of Monte Cristo is one of those movies that you're watching it. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm watching a quality movie right now. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to add it. Hold on. I'm going to add it to my uh, to-do list. Yeah. Very, very good. And Brian Pierce uh, is a solid actor. Cavicio, oh, man. He's a really good actor, too. But didn't he go more on the uh, sort of the... The Christian, wholesome, feel-good movie side after really? Passion of the Christ. He's done a bunch of movies that would be considered, and again, no offense to anybody, but we would be considered like religious in nature or that faith type of movie. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, but he's a really good actor. Yeah. Like, really good. And the last one I had here was uh, City Slickers 2. <laughs> Legend of Curly's Gold. <laughs> oh, Curly's Gold, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's classic. That's the treasure map yeah. uh, movie belonged to Curly and uh, the boys, Billy Crystal, the Daniel Stern, Lovitz. They set out to find it, whatever, discover its secrets. Legend so, of Curly's Gold, also known yeah. as One-Eyed Willie. Curly. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I ever saw the second one, to be honest. I saw it there and I had to put it in, but I don't know if I've ever. I think I'm, yeah, I must have seen it. Well, I think so you I have. Definitely, I definitely saw the first one. Yeah. So I must have seen the second one. I just don't don't remember much about it. I think that was another one that they, you know, the first one did really well. And I'll just look it up and see what the second what that one did. It probably shit the bed too. Shite. But, well, it made money. It had a forty million dollar budget. I don't know why. Uh, I guess City Slickers too. You said Lovitz and Jack Palance. Well, 
Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, he was awesome. Uh, yeah, it made 72. So. Lovitz will always be the devil on Saturday Night Live. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Sad. Worship <Sad>. me. <laughs> uh, that guy's a huge cock, apparently. <laughs> not not has is. Hold on, time No, I, I, he used to own. Uh, he probably still does own a comedy club in in L.A. Mm. And now this there's two sides to every story, but I tend to believe these guys, Ralph Ralph Garman and Kevin Smith. They used to do their Hollywood Babylon podcast at Lovitz's Love place all the time. And I don't know, he's, they screwed him over. They love it. Screwed him over somehow. And for years after they used to bash John Lovitz on the podcast, uh, I tend to believe him. But oh, apparently he's when you said he has, I'm like, what is he like? Is it, he actually Ron Jeremy with his mustache. Yeah. Shaved off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is a resemblance there. There for is. Know Ron and John Lovitz. Yeah. It's yeah. prime. Fire up a little bit of mullet. <laughs> Hair coming, you know, receding. Ever see him in the same room? Nope. That's right. There's <laughs> a lot of people are going to go, ooh, wait a minute, you're on the sofa. Hold on now. Yeah. Ron Lovitz. <laughs> Brother. John Jeremy. There uh. <laughs> uh, you go. Good ones, man. That's yeah. totally like, way different than ones that I had thought of. Mm. So, and there's now, tons. There's just tons more. Tons. When I was doing research today, it was like, holy smokes, man. It's just there's a ton, all yeah. over the place. Oh, gum going to uh, blow our minds here now? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, so I remember growing up with Indiana Jones, like like from the 80s, like early yes. 80s to yeah. like 89. Yeah, it was good. all let's Indiana Jones. That. When you think of Treasure Hunt, the first thing I think of is Indiana Jones flicks. Yeah. Yeah, right from the first scene when he's oh yeah trying to get that little statue and he scratches his chin and puts a little bag of sand on there and I mean that's come on yeah awesome. but you know basically uh, after eighty nine like Kingdom of Crystal Skull and uh, mm. and even the new one coming out I really had no interest for like the anything past eighty nine like I never even I don't even think I've seen Kingdom of the the Crystal Skull yeah. I, I'm like, why? You're not missing. You don't. Yeah, no. I don't. Yeah, it's it's no. really not worth watching. Um, but that's talk, what I think Rob up, and I, right? Yeah, I mean, Rob and I talked about that one a little while ago, and I yeah. movies that didn't that shouldn't have had a sequel. No. Um, but basically, a lot of people were shit. They used to shit on uh, Temple of Doom, but I love Temple of Doom. I thought mm-hmm. it's, you know, creep me out with the, the guy. Yeah plucking at the heart and all the bugs and all that kind of stuff and cut and, the snake um, belly open yeah yeah, yeah. but again except you know, for the except for the part where the plane crashes into the mountain right and then they fucking fall out of the air in a inflatable dinghy yeah, that kind of fucking pissed me off <laughs> but they they got us big time eh? like the merchandise the video games fucking all the whole george lucas thing right like absolutely back in the day yeah but anyways yeah. So even as bad as Crystal Skull was, um, we did see the trailer for the new one when we went, oh. to, see co- when we went to see Cocaine Bear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Doll of Destiny. 
So uh, I think no. the new one, I think what they're going to, you know, if you sat down, even those guys as filmmakers, they, they did the best of what they had, right? Right. But if you sit down and you've got a chance 30 years later with the technology the way it is, de-aging mm-hmm. all this shit. Yeah. You can r- right a lot yeah. of wrongs. I hope so. Right. And that's I my really hope. Think. Because then it's like that bookmark where you can go back, you can watch it, but then you can go back and watch the other ones and, and have that sort of level of forgiveness that says, okay, you know what, shit, I get it, right? It was right. a it was period it was a, a period. There was, you know, um a chance to go and fucking make it right. Because like you said, the Crusade and Crystal Skull. <sighs> but you nuts. know, I don't think I want to see Dial of Destiny. Like, first of all, it's it's has nothing to do with Spielberg. Totally oh, different director. What's that? He's not involved. No, not oh, at all. No, idea. no, not even producing or anything. As far as I know, no. The big question is George Lucas involved. Fuck, better be somebody. Better be. I hope he's not. <laughs> I think he's <laughs> lost. His, look, look it up. He's lost his touch. Uh, first film in the series not directed by Steven Spielberg nor by a story written by George Lucas. Good. God damn. Well, no. Produced by Kathleen good. Kennedy and Frank Marshall. James Mangold. James Mangold. James Mangold. Jesus, he looks like me with glasses. He does too. Look, he got like the gray chin hair too. Yeah. James Mangold. He looked like me when I had the COVID beard on. Well, he looks like you. Right. He looks too. like... Uh, he looks like a uh, mix between uh, Jerry Mercer and uh, Kevin Smith. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, I've, who I've been said to look like in the past. That's what now, it is, Jewish did. Jerry Mercer. Now, a big feather in his cap is <laughs> uh, he did Logan in 2017, yep. which I loved Logan. And if you haven't oh, seen it. Oh, my God. I saw it in a movie. I saw it in a theater, man, and I was, oh. You guys are fucking X-Men fucking true guys, right? Yeah, so, but even still, it's a great flick. Like, it's standalone mm-hmm. if they just did that one with, you know, a little bit of backstory or whatever. He also yeah. did Ford versus Ferrari, which I thought was fantastic. I still haven't seen it. I haven't I seen it. You're yeah, so favor. I'll tell you what. I'll watch fucking, uh, I'll watch the Sandwich movie, um, Matt Crystal. <laughs> And you guys watch Ford versus Ferrari. It's awesome. It's really well done. Okay. I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was, was going to be fucking cheesed, but I like the uh, the the way that because I actually went on and after and did some wiki and we all read about the characters and yeah Shelby and Ford and how this all went down and then oh, the yeah. driver and yeah. Fuck well, yeah. Adam Carolla, really Adam Carolla did a Adam Carolla did a documentary on that whole story. Did he really? Uh, just before this movie came out. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was funny that the, that that movie came out just after. It was maybe like less than a year after yeah. Corolla's came out. And I saw some of the documentary, and which is it's just fascinating how what was going on back then. It was crazy. Hey, so um, listen. So put this in your back pocket. The writers who wrote the screenplay for Ford versus Ferrari, Jez Butterworth, J.H. Uh, Butterworth. Yeah. They actually wrote with James Mangold the new Indiana. Ah, hmm. kept the band together. Yeah, nice. But really good movie. Uh, you know, I think it's going to have redeeming qualities. I've got my hope up, and if not, I'll walk out of the fucking theater. Yeah, 
I almost did for Crystal Skull. Honest to God, I almost Kick left. a bag of fucking popcorn on the way out and throw a fucking bar or something. <laughs> Make a whole fucking scene, eh? Just make this fucking bullshit. I want my money back. Just be an absolute fucking Karen. Yeah. Some or teenager sweeping up popcorn and just punch him right in the face. Yeah, just <laughs> fucking elbow right into the garbage can. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope Kathleen Kennedy didn't have much to do with it. Um <laughs> she, I don't know, she's, hit her, she's hit or miss with the Star Wars stuff. I'm not sure how much she uh, uh, contributes. Yeah, but I don't know. Mads Mikkelsen's in it. He's good. There you go. Very good. John Reese Davies, Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Yep. Phoebe Waller Bridge. <clears throat> she's, uh, she's awesome. Fleabag. No, Fucking... I don't know. I think it's gonna be good, man. But... I think, I think so. the more they can get away from George Lucas, the better. Yeah. What's the premise for it anyway? Holy shit, in 1969. Yeah. Hmm. It was against the backdrop of the space race. Cool. Oh, he's pissed off because the U.S. recruited Nazis to help the Soviet Union make it space. Oh, they're bringing forces. Nazis back into it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beat up them Nazis. Well, you know, it's funny because in the uh, in the original Indiana, where he's in the uh, in the village there, and he breaks with his uh, whip, and the guy's yeah. got the gun, and he takes all enough of this, and he breaks with his gun, and he shoots the guy. Yeah, it's funny because that role is reversed in the trailer where he's in that room, and he breaks with the whip, and he's all tough, and then they all right. break with a gun. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah, that's, that's the good. kind of throwback stuff, right? That'll re- mm, you'll yeah. remember the good parts about the series. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, I really hope it's good. What's it come out? June. Here you go. Yeah. A lot of good songs. It's not um, an absolute fucking piece of shit. Then, you know, I All think right. it'll hold. It'll be in good stead. Yeah. And it's going to make a ton of money. Oh, it's going to make. Sh- it should. And I hope the fuck it does, considering it had a budget of $295 million. Oh, uh, holy wow. shit. That's Two. just the D.H. Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah. Those are fucking uh, oil volet to come in every day. $250 million of that is yeah. making Harrison Ford not look 150 Jesus. years old. <laughs> Seriously, don't think about that. $295 million. That's fucking GDP. It's a small fucking country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. So I'm gonna watch Ford versus Ferrari before next week. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'll watch the uh, Sandwich Treasure movie. Yeah, and then uh, we'll go from. You're there. gonna thank me for it. I really think you're gonna dig it. It's one of those movies that is just a really, really pleasant watch. It's, it's gonna really be one of those late night indulges for you where I just throw something out because I'm yeah. always looking for something to throw out late at night. And if it keeps my attention, and I stay awake. Then it's a good movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now it's got some asleep. quiet bits. So if you're doing it late at night, um, yeah. It could be it could be a nod offer, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, but uh, I mean, like I said, if it's yeah. if it keeps me awake, then it's you know, I'll I'll take your word for it. I trust yeah. you. Oh, it's good. It's really good. Well, there you go. That's our take on some treasure hunter movies from from our childhood and from our experience. So if you have any, uh, you know, treasure hunter movies you like, we haven't talked about, please drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. You can send us an email at videonightpod at gmail uh, send us a note on Facebook, of course. Uh, look up Video Night Pod and Twitter. Send us a tweet or a direct message, whatever you like. Uh, we're Video Night Pod on there as well. So we'd love to hear from you. We get to uh, get to hear from the boys. Oh, oh, funny story. Yeah. Um, 
couple weeks ago, I was waiting for the young fella at basketball practice. And I went to Starbucks. There's new Starbucks opened up. So I had to say, all right, I'll go there now and leach some Wi-Fi and have coffee and wait. And so I was sitting there, heading the phone. And all I hear was, Jerry Mercer? I looked <laughs> up. And here's Monty Kearley. Nice. <laughs> we went to university with Rob. I haven't seen him. Or uh, Robin, I haven't seen him yeah. since 96. Fuck. When I graduated. Well, that's and, that's uh, that's pretty good because uh, if he recognized you right away, fuck, you haven't changed. I know, right? Well, fuck, uh, he hasn't. But Jeer the thing D about agent. it, he is. Fucking yeah, no, button. <laughs> yeah. But he loves the podcast. He listens to the podcast all the time. And he lives in Canada. And yeah, and he's got our other buddy Shane uh, Shane Barter from uh, the state in residence with us. And the both the two of the boys listen to the podcast. So shout out to the boys. Yeah. Good to see you. Hopefully, we'll see you at Starbucks again. Jace Foot's <laughs> an avid listener. Three old, uh, you know, old gentlemen from the back in the day. Four bear. Yeah. Yes, sir. So there you go. Anything else to add, fellas? No, I. Um, it's good to get back in the saddle again, man. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, hopefully next week I'm not feeling some garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing next week? Just as a sneak peek for Just, just so we know so we can prepare. Right on. Well, we'll talk about Ford versus Ferrari and Count of Monte yeah. Cristo. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go see 65 this weekend. Oh, nice. It looks, you know what? I love the premise. 65 yes. million years ago, prehistoric Earth had a visitor. Not very often you see a movie that 65 million years in the past that has humans in it. I think it's great. Yeah. It's like Jurassic Park meets Alien. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. that's a good call. I think Mm. next week we should do something a little more light. We're always talking about horror movies and stuff. Maybe we'll we'll lighten it up a bit. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you want to do what? I don't know. Comedies? You want to do... Didn't someone kick around Hallmark? Didn't someone want to do Hallmark? Hallmark movies. How about we do the Care Bears movie? Fuck. That's light. <laughs> yes, I'm taking gummies for that we should do. We should do the Hallmark ones. We should. Let's dive into the Hallmark. Let's dive into yeah, the Hallmark we will. We'll dive into the Hallmark. You won't shut me up, fuck. Because <laughs> I have... Seriously, sorry to interrupt, but I have a huge fucking chip on my shoulder for fucking Hallmark movies, and I'm going to express it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I have a huge. No, I got on for. I got a rant. Oh, like, oh like my we're, ty- we're tying up fucking like valuable fucking airtime on this shit. <laughs> but it's got to be said. It's got to be aired. It's got to be yeah. Like I can understand Christmas, but fuck, after that fucking December twenty eighth, <laughs> get that shit over with. We don't need to see that shit throughout the year. No. Oh my god. It's the same old stuff over and over. It really is. <laughs> I can go on and on, and I will. Fuck. Point me to the right bottle, and you got me talking. Yeah. <laughs> get on the get on the soup next week. Get on the. I will. There's fucking right. Rob, pop a few gummies, and we'll have a party. <laughs> There's a uh, holy shit. What? There's a lot of movies. Yeah. No shit. Like, like they even got. <laughs> you have the fucking Hallmark channel, my friend. Appetite for Love, Valentine Ever After, yeah. Love by Chance. It's like I'm looking at these things. If someone said, "Hey, what do you think?" I'd be like, "Your porn." Okay, yeah. tell me two movies right now, and I can tell you exactly what they're about. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, let's go with. Oh, I'm gonna go and throw one off. Signed, sealed, delivered. 
from the heart. Oh, well, I can tell you right now. Fucking, fucking Chick Mills a, a letter doesn't get toward her destination. Guy comes into town, his car breaks down, he's at a diner. He happens to be like, you know, the, C, the CEO of fucking, uh, of, uh, fucking UPS or something and he calls a guy and they fall in love and the fucking letter gets to where it's supposed to be and next thing you know they're rolling around oh yeah somebody's losing their bakery and you know the fucking guy gets the girl's letter sleeps with the girl ends up fucking saving her bakery oh his card's being fixed and it like his horse it takes six months to get the part uh, uh, oh, this is a TV <laughs> yeah. series. It's, it's, it's about four postal workers who take it upon themselves to track down intended recipients of undelivered yeah. mail. Oh, okay, no. sorry. Four postal no, workers see. versus what I just said. It, same, same. The characters this is what, struggle this is what with their faith do. while relying on divine intervention to accomplish their task. <laughs> this is what we got to do next week is yeah. do exactly what we're doing. Take You're the, right, the title and come up with the plot that we think that the movie is and then we'll, yeah. we'll read out the yeah. plot. <laughs> that's we'll read, that's that. okay. exactly it. Everybody, you get a random, you, you have to pick out a random title and someone has to guess what the plot is. Perfect. And then somebody yeah. will tell us what it actually is and I'll be like, yes. fuck yeah, we weren't far off. <laughs> We're doing it next week, man. Uh, and the episode is going to be and she loses the bakery. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Not only did she lose her cookies, she uh, lost the bakery. Yeah. And her hymen. Yeah. <laughs> Road trip romance. The story of one eyed Willie. Road trip Willie's romance. Oh my God. Look at all these movies. I know. Oh. Holy shit. <laughs> Save it for next week. All right. Oh. Yes. All right. Sounds anyway. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to come up with some fucking devious plot lines now. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, oh that is priceless. So I tune in it. next time, next week, and listen to that foolishness. But until then, my name is Jerry. I'm Robin. I'm Robbie. Until next time, be kind and please rewind.